0: Check it, what's up Conro? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, streaming worldwide at RLoneStar.com. This is Corey DLG. And with me as usual is little brother Nico. Who's that? Is that me? Is that you? That is you? that you? Hello? Mike? Hello, Mike Check? Is this Jesus? um this is nerd radio what's going on buddy
1: uh not not a whole lot but uh you know we live in we're we're out here doing well oh we out here doing well is that a is that the new drake song uh it should be honestly <laughs>
0: kind of feels like it right
1: yeah feels like a very much like a gonna put this on a mixtape or on an album that's way too long
0: put something on like behind it it's like 80 percent the we soundtrack
1: yeah like can I can I get a remix of like the Wii Shop channel? Yeah, exactly. There we go. Man, hotline bling was really something else. It really was. It's like four years old. It's such old news <laughs> now. But it definitely was uh the Wii. Yeah, no, it it super was. My favorite one was the remix where they just put in the Wii music. I think perfectly. that was
0: Yeah, I think that was directly in reply. They're like, oh, people don't mind? Then we're just going all we.
1: Dude, the the we soundtrack was banger, dude. Turns out, we didn't know it, but turns out. We didn't know it. (laughs) 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 Very
0: funny. Wow. We do comedy here.
1: True comedy. I want perfect comedy written on a shirt in like super grunge letters.
0: Um, you know what I always think about when people say grunge? Hmm. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic did a cover of uh Nirvana, like, did his funny song version of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he, he does a bit where he says, like, he's talking about uh, he's doing a bit about it, and he basically has like marbles falling out of his mouth. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's grunge music, that sounds about right. <laughs>
1: That's uh recently speaking of just like random covers, um, uh, I was I was on SoundCloud and I was like, think what randomness we can find today, and like I've been on a real big Mountain Goats kick for like the past like year and a half. Good lord, um, it just won't stop. You it's too much music. <laughs> there's just so <laughs> much of it. I'm like two albums in. I'm like, there's only 38 more. They do have a lot of albums for a
0: band that's only been around like maybe 10 years. Oh, they're they're way older than that.
1: Are they? they? The project's like way older, yeah, In like the nineties. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh, right. Um. It was a it was a cover of Goldfinger Superman, but it was it's the Mountain Goats. Oh, that's got to be weird. Oh, it's super trippy. He does he does stop the song because he he is like I have to I have to correct the grammatical error because it's the. The what could what could I do more? Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "What more could I do?" And he's like, "There we go, <laughs> there we go." That's funny. Um. So yeah, that's a trip because <laughs> it's still like soft.
0: So I would ask what you were doing this weekend, but I I saw it on the news. Um, your tiger got out. I saw. What? Did you didn't hear about this? No. In the neighborhood in Houston, uh, there was a tiger just photographed walking around. Um, Sweet, yeah, and it wasn't full grown. Full grown. I'm looking at pictures of it right now.
1: Um, it's a, definitely a teenager. Definitely a
0: yeah, but it's it's full grown enough that people were like, "Is that a tiger?" Like it wasn't cute. It was like it
1: was a tiger. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the but the kids in the house. Um, and apparently it uh. The people who are keeping it in their house, they work for the zoo. And so I've heard really? this
1: before. They the take animals... it home?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've heard, okay, this is weird, but I've heard this before. If you work at a zoo, they basically will give you like... the, the You know, a lot of times zoos are raising like the... Almost like the troubled young of, of animals.
1: Young troubled youths. Yeah, like... I grew up on the streets. Sort of
0: like... If there's like... Um, a Circus that gets taken down in Munich, they distribute the animals around to other people. And, like, if they're young teenagers that they can break out of bad habits and stuff, they just don't want them left alone.
1: Right. So, the, the only thing staff... worse than dangerous animals is angry at dangerous animals,
0: right? So, the zoo staff will take home like the, these young, troubled animals over the time. Um, friend of the show, Marissa, her, her younger sister, uh, I don't know where her degree is in, but she's worked with animals. The whole time, so she's the one who worked at that exotic breeding farm where they were
1: raising like hyenas and stuff in the neighborhood. Um, The 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 plot to that one section of Birds of Prey.
0: Yeah, so she um she would regularly like bring home like odd creatures and my and like deer and things and fox and things of those natures that needed things that needed to be around people or needed to be social or socialized.
1: Right, so, they, so they won't kill you.
0: Right, so they couldn't afford to like leave them in the zoo, like in the oh, just hang out in these pens because they're not integrated into their groups yet. But like, they don't want them left alone over the weekend, so they would send them home with the people. So that's, this guy that's
1: a weird practice.
0: This guy apparently at his house had a tiger.
1: Okay, that still doesn't. That still doesn't answer the question.
0: <laughs> he just walked out of the house apparently.
1: Do we? Do we, do we just forget to close the door? Do you figure out doors?
0: I don't, listen. Once a tiger has learned doors, it's elevated to velociraptor status. Right. There's there's no getting around that. You've got to. Once a tiger's opening doors, we've
1: got to deal with it. And I right. don't mean in the. Like game How are you like, supposed to contain it ever in. again without putting it in like a bottomless well? And even then, you could probably figure that out. You figured out doors. What did you just say,
0: Buffalo Nico? What is bottomless just well?
1: Are you are you keeping things in wells now? Right now. Well, if it can open a door.
0: You Your next to?
1: option is a is a hole in the ground that you throw stuff in. Yeah, obviously. Wow, wow. All right. So, what are you gonna do? Put it in a cage with a door. It can open doors.
0: <laughs> what am I gonna do? I mean, exactly. going to put it with other tigers somewhere, or shoot it. Like those are the two choices at that point.
1: Bottomless tiger... well seems way more humane.
0: I, I don't know about that, Buffalo Bill. Um,
1: <laughs> once a
0: tiger is mastered doors, it's only a it's only like a couple nights sleep away from learning cell phones, and then it's unstoppable.
1: <laughs> Correct.
0: Once it's once it's mastered the object of buying and selling cryptocurrencies through Robinhood, we're screwed.
1: It's made a killing off of Bitcoin alone. <laughs> this someone can, can stop this tiger's a millionaire. Loading. We
0: can't touch it.
1: <laughs> like a security staff, like someone like tries to like roll down and just black vans roll up and just beat you up completely eliminated the point of a a tiger in the
0: first place. Right. (laughs) He snaps his paws. All right, Scar. That's enough. (laughs) Stupid. Oh man. So right, we didn't get to go to Monday because you were chasing down your tiger.
1: Um and it was Mother's Day weekend. And it was was very tired. It was that was important. Um
0: I'm like, there's a guy, the, the clip that I love is there's a guy with a gun in their front yard yelling. Like, he's got his he's got his holstered weapon and he's got his hand on it. He's, like, yelling at the other guy. He's like, why do you have a tiger?
1: Yeah, that's the real thing. He's now got to explain, like, what else were you keeping from us, huh, neighbor? I thought we were friends. <laughs> but you know what's funny about the whole bit is that, like, Texas is super deregulated
0: when it comes to animals. Like... A lot of states, it's illegal to own them, or you have to have a permit. Like, in Texas, for a lot of the animals that people want to buy, they're just like, if you can get a hold of it, like, don't don't traffic in endangered animals. But if you have one, we're not telling.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, (laughs) I don't know
0: where you got it, but you have one, so that's (laughs) kind of sick. Look, no one arrested you when you were buying or selling this endangered animal, so as near as I can tell, you spontaneously found it. So, just keep it. I mean,
1: it's pretty dope. I mean is it a tiger no oh, is it is a tiger um,
0: wrong it's a troubled
1: news, youth tiger It is. put a sweater on him except he was super cool
0: like just laying around the whole time so maybe they just
1: maybe this guy was just like
0: hey I'm gonna take this tiger home and nobody said no
1: <laughs> they're like hey can you take the tiger home and he was like oh I was supposed to do that yeah no problem
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're
1: coming with me, Tony.
0: <laughs> and they're like, his, ah. name's not Tony.
1: "His name's not Tony. Don't do that. Don't do that, Tony the Tiger." <laughs> <laughs> he's like
0: walking the tiger into his house, and he's like, "I work for the zoo."
1: I can't trust you anymore, Jim. You betrayed uh, me too many times. Bringing there's tigers no to the neighborhood
0: to get a job at the zoo than to be like, you can take the tigers home.
1: Yeah, that's like the ultimate class pet, right? This is like, you could take the guinea pig home and they're like, when you, <laughs> when you get to the advanced version, you can take the tigers home and you're like, what?
0: What?
1: What class is that?
0: <laughs> um, hey, uh, let's stay on Tiger King for a minute here. So, the Tiger King's in jail, obviously. Uh,
1: Is he still in jail?
0: He is still in jail. Uh, Good for him.
1: I'm glad he's really making a name for himself.
0: They put him in jail... Man, so, like, I've been watching some different documentaries about some people that have gone to jail for stuff. And Mm -hmm. it feels like it's the same stuff that, like, companies have done and haven't gotten in trouble for. So, like, now I feel less and less like some of these people belong in jail. Like, the Tiger King... He didn't, I guess, other than killing tigers, which he has to, like, document because they're endangered. Um, But other than that, like, the tiger handling stuff, the laws that they were working on, like, he was within those laws, allegedly, and all these other things. So, like, it's really weird to me that he's in jail for as long as he is. Like, did you know that you couldn't kill tigers, especially if you were running a tiger sanctuary? Right, yeah like doesn't it seem like that would be something within your power to do if you were running like do you have to like write a letter to a congressman to do it now like I, I was a little weirded out about that when I really thought about it but um, so he's still in jail well Carol Baskin oh, and also he's in, I forgot about that part he is also in jail because he did uh, conspire to murder Carol Baskin you know good stuff forgot about that as I was saying that's a good point
1: okay so maybe he does belong in jail then alright He's valid to be in jail.
0: Carol Baskins has said that she will uh, lobby on his behalf to get him out of jail if he will help shut down the, the the other tiger ranches and all that. To which he's replied, yes, he will do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. People do a lot to save themselves. Yes, so he
0: now wants her, he's like, I'm calling her bluff. So if she's serious, she needs to help get me out of jail. Um no is he word still yet.
1: Posted on Twitter? Like what what is this?
0: Um apparently that was released through his lawyer. I did I did the voice
1: myself. Oh wow, that was impressive. Yeah. I thought no. that was him.
0: No, yeah. I had him on the show.
1: Guest guest speaker. Um <laughs> it's the you, only voice I've ever heard you do well. That was with any sort of accuracy. Yeah. yeah. It's because I really
0: I really empathize with this character. That guy in a lot of ways, I think represents the true nerd thug spirit,
1: minus the attempted murder part. Let's jump ahead of that. Yeah, but, uh, or the or the illicit activities or drugs or.
0: Well, <laughs> well a lot let's, of not, it. Let's, let's not get too crazy. I mean, that sounds like a good weekend. Uh, but before before he before he conspired to murder a rival, uh, I was I was all right with him. You know, he ran for governor. He started a tiger farm. He pretty much did whatever he wanted because he had no clear training for any of
1: it. So he said, I'm I will become the ultimate. (laughs) And then like
0: he made his own reality show. Like you can't get I mean. He filmed himself? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh but anyway, he he wants out of jail now. Probably not gonna happen. No. Probably not. we pro. Although they are, they some promo stuff has come
1: out for Tiger King two. There's gonna be a sequel. I mean, the first you knew there was going to be. Well, I mean, not really, because I figured that the Tiger King story kind of ends like now. Oh no!
0: Oh no! Anyway, an anonymous letter was mailed in to Jeff Lund. Yeah. He's the guy who took over the Tiger King stuff after um, after Tiger King went to jail. Okay. Uh, he might have taken it from him before. He He's the guy who maybe allegedly stole the Tiger King stuff.
1: Oh, is it that silver fox-looking guy?
0: Yeah, the guy with the girlfriend who was pregnant, and then he was going to hire a sexy nanny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. The guy that I affectionately call uh, father. yeah um, <laughs> Um, so he, first of all, apparently he had a stroke, but also too
1: much partying. Uh,
0: probably, he uh, he got a letter in the mail that alleges that there's a body buried under Carol Baskin's uh, house. That's good to know. And it's signed. I think, if I remember correctly, I saw a YouTube video of it. It's signed, credible witness.
1: Woo, got him gotta believe it i once i once sent a letter to that tiger uh the tiger guy the one that escaped in the city of houston oh yeah Uh, yeah i sent him a letter and said uh don't worry about it signed uh professional
0: (laughs) credible witness i mean that's listen if there's anything that locks it in that definitely happened credible witness
1: right yeah you know, it's not any of these whack guys, like professional or <laughs> businessman <laughs> or And not lawyer. using a real name. It just literally says credible witness. That's the that's the legend stuff. Although, if I'm going to be honest with you, Chief, um, the way the documentary frames Carol Baskin, she definitely seems like she killed her husband. Yeah, there's a, her story isn't all that much like, better. And she's definitely like Painted as the bad guy and like i understand like the the framing thing and like perspectives are totally different and like right the way they want you to believe because documentary documentary making is storytelling you want to get to people to care about things
0: yeah and you're definitely telling a certain story
1: right and so you're only telling parts that you want them to hear and not bringing up stuff you don't want them to hear but carol baskin's definitely seems like she killed her husband <laughs> well and that was one of those ones that it
0: was um like, her story was really weird, and what she did isn't that different than what he did. Right. That was, like, so that was the only thing that really struck me about that documentary was that they were all kind of correct in the sense that, like, she wasn't that far off from him
1: as right. far well, as well, they're before. all, they're all kind of their own brand of messed up. Right. Like, all of them, including the other guy that also ran the other, um, the, the, the long-haired guy with his, like, weird Thousand wives situation, <laughs> right? So, like to me, I don't know, man. Like It, it's hard it all seems, to it all seems like super awful and predatory in like every respect. Yeah, it, <laughs> almost it's almost like to judge, they're like, doing the wrong thing,
0: right? So, how do you put one one of them and say, "Oh, that guy is definitely the criminal"? Like I have a real, I don't, I don't know that they're that, that, they're that different, but
1: I'm under uh, the opinion that all of them suck.
0: Well, the, I don't think any of them are all that good. That's for sure.
1: That's really the, the takeaway from Credible Witness himself. It's not good.
0: Okay, so I've got a stat here. Are you ready? No. You know how nerds love stats, man. I,
1: I, I do like stats. Well, I okay. never use them. So, let me
0: try and... I don't... This is the first time I've seen numbers um, from HBO Max about... This doesn't really show me how many, so I don't know that this is... I don't know. Okay, here we go. All right, you ready? I'm jumping into this. Uh, All right. Notable HBO Max film debuts. Okay. And then it's got the movie title, and it says, Opening Weekend Share of Real Good Streaming. What source? What does that mean? Source is real good. Share of streams relative to top 100 most watched movies among 2 million U.S. Real Good users during opening weekend. I'm guessing Real Good is like a survey system. Okay. And they ask these people how many of them watch these movies opening weekend. Okay. All right, so what do you think is the most watched opening weekend debut for HBO Max films so far?
1: I would say a big one that just came out.
0: Uh, the, the one that just came out was Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah, probably that.
0: Okay, so Mortal Kombat is number one. April 23rd, 2021,
1: it hit 8.9%. I'm a, I'm a genius, brother. I am a genius. Do you want to guess number two? Um...
0: You have a shot at number two. You have no shot at number three. Do you want to guess number two, though?
1: Number two? I'm trying to think of, like, what else came out. I can't remember, even think of it. Pretty anything.
0: much the last five big movies have all come out. HBO
1: Max. Everyone yeah, else that's was what I'm like, but I just I can't even remember what movies. Okay, so number two is Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah, duh. I, I should have known that.
0: 8.1%. It's the same? Uh, 0.8% less. Oh,
1: okay, whatever, sure.
0: Um, here's number three. You, there, you were never going to, like, nobody's mentioned this at all, and I think this is interesting. The third is the little things.
1: Oh, I, I've heard about it, but I haven't the, seen. Yeah,
0: I, I saw it; it was great. It's the Denzel Washington, Jared Leto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, the the cop, and he's like, I'm probably a murderer. I don't, I don't know. No, there's a lot going on, but that's not what it is. The problem is,
1: like, he's like, Den- he's like, she's like tracking a, a serial killer,
0: right? And, and Denzel Washington basically his career fell apart after he may or may not have screwed up and let a serial killer go loose. And so, like he, he had a great career, he was a great cop, but he left kind of disgraced. In the um, in the
1: in the trailer, it really makes you feel like he's also a serial killer. Um, it, it's sort of on purpose because you, you don't
0: he comes across as really good at what he's doing, but kind of a little untrust, just a little unstable. The he's the whole movie he keeps seeing these two girls, and he can't stop seeing them. And then mm. finally, at the end, he explains why he sees them, and it's because he. Uh, uh, January twenty. Yeah, it's okay. That's right. It's been about five months. Um, he accidentally. They may have been victims of possibly even the same serial killer, and they come stumbling out of the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they startle him. He was he was looking for them, but they startle him, and he shoots them.
1: How do you shoot two people at once?
0: Um, I think he shoots one of them, and the other one was was dying already, and so like the other one dies so they both die and now he like he can't his case their case is the one he never solves and like it drives me crazy because if he hadn't killed her she he might have been able to lock it all in right um but it's a it's a just an amazing movie it is an amazing movie uh it's third and it's 7.4 percent next is Zack Snyder's justice league here's where i mean okay so, everyone's like, oh, Justice League uh, outperformed Wonder Woman, blah, blah, blah. And that's a, that's a big deal. It only outperformed it on this opening weekend metric because actual streams total, Wonder Woman surpasses Justice League.
1: Yeah, um, and it's been out for longer, but everyone yeah, it, was talking about the Snyder Cut. So, and no one really talked about Wonder Woman. So, right. Uh, but do you want
0: to guess the difference between third and fourth place? It's a significant difference. I
1: don't know. So,
0: third place is 7.4%. Uh, I'm gonna say three. No, not that much because there's there's quite a few. It's six point three percent though. Oh, you, you talked like
1: the difference is gonna be massive.
0: <laughs> well, that is a big deal because from first to from first to third, it's only one and a half point. It's like they're almost closer, and then from third to fourth is one point one point. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a it's a pretty decent drop from third to fourth place. I thought
1: it was gonna be something uh, huge, like half.
0: Um it gets to half about three movies down. Yeah. But those are those are the, those are the top 4 right there. No one even talks about the little things and it was third.
1: I hadn't seen it. I was really interested in it. Like it would have been a great movie. I I'd, like I'd gone to theaters or something. I don't know.
0: Okay. So get this though. Obviously this movie was intended to be released in theaters.
1: Theaters, if you will.
0: Denzel Washington, though, when it went to HBO Max, apparently one of the reasons it, it, one of the things that had to happen in that process is he negotiated a new deal because he's entitled to box office performance based compensation. Mm -hmm. Um, So he received $20 million when it moved over to streaming. Nice. Um, And the reason that recently has come up is because. The Quiet Things 2 or Quiet Place 2. Yeah. Um, So the first one came out in theaters. It did amazingly well. It's it's the one that John Krasinski wrote and directed and Emily Blunt starred in. So like the husband-wife duo made it. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one did great in theaters. The second one was going to come out pre-COVID but COVID clipped its wings. Um, And now we're here. And it's now going to get a dual release. And because of the dual release, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski and the other uh, producers have told the studio that they all want to sit down and renegotiate their compensation packages because everything was tied to box office performance.
1: Right. Well, I think it's just a natural move considering what's been going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to, right? Like, you can't, you can't, yeah, you
1: can't be like, well,, um, we had zero things sell in the box office, so uh, here's zero dollars. like that's never gonna fly.
0: or like or leave the deal the same as though they're not streaming the movie. Like, yeah, you have to let them kind of bounce back from
1: that. Right. But like I don't the movie industry is such a weird like combination of like weird like splits and margins and like I don't understand it. <laughs> Well,
0: and for a long time, they've all been criticized about, like, Hollywood-style accounting has always been criticized because they'll roll the production company out separately, even though it's owned by the same people, and they'll overpay or overcharge. Um, Ultimately, that's what Frank Darabont is suing AMC for for The Walking Dead. Um, You know, he was the director of the first season, Mm -hmm. and apparently – His money was tied to like performance, and they, you know, allegedly sold it to AMC. Sold it to itself, and so they underpaid for it. But like, I don't know how you do. Like, I don't know how you sell it to yourself. Like, I don't understand. And so they're suing the lawsuits over the accounting method. And he's like, "Uh, basically, I want what I should have gotten if you had sold it to if AMC, the production company, had sold it to a different television group other than AMC
1: right it seems super underhanded and like uh what's the word like loophole but not really shady yeah just sh- shady is the word <laughs> poor um, business practices
0: so i mean well famously forrest gump uh was that was that method think about this forrest gump was one of the most successful movies um i mean in hollywood And Tom Hanks got something like $40 million because his deal was a box office deal. The writer also took a box office deal, but he took his was phrased differently than Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks is a veteran of Hollywood. So his agent successfully negotiated uh, a different type of deal. The writer, his deal was set up for like after they pay for this and that and other things. And they basically internally modified all those numbers to where they were like the, Forced up never made money.
1: Right, um, which is patently false. <laughs> stupid. So eventually the
0: writer sues the studio, the judge, like, he rules that the accounting isn't illegal. However, it, like, he basically kind of says you guys should absolutely compensate this guy. It's clear that y'all made money off of this, blah, 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 but whatever.
1: Um, she, He's like, you're not wrong, but you are. Pay him his money. He, you know you're wrong. Um, right <laughs> while you're while you're not wrong on a
0: technicality if you still yeah so he turns around though and he tells them uh, the writer <laughs> this is where the writer gets a sweet sweet revenge I think they wind up giving him like 15 million or something mm-hmm. well then they they say hey now that that's all settled um, we want to make it an adaptation of Forrest gump 2 because he had written a sequel right um, and at that point he said guys I don't think it's a good idea y'all lost so much money on the first one <laughs> So he refused to let him make a second one, and that's Hollywood getting its just just desserts for that.
1: That's right. I mean. Um, actually, we made no money on this, yeah. Sometimes I don't know, like, why would they even like they're only hurting themselves when they do stuff that oh, that's, way. It, when, when they do stuff like that? They're trying not to, they're trying to pay as few people as possible, yeah, for sure. They're trying to keep as much of the money as possible, but that's
0: that's not gonna happen, yeah. Um yeah. All right, so it is Thursday. It's a little bit of sports to get into. Uh, Thursday's when we talk about it. Um,
1: or so they say.
0: Or so they say. The uh, The NFL schedule was released. Um, there's uh, some COVID cases on the Yankees staff.
1: That's good and, for them.
0: And the Packers have signed yet another quarterback.
1: Six quarterbacks.
0: Um...
1: So does that mean Aaron Rodgers is just going to
0: leave, right? I don't know. I really don't know. I've been trying to read that situation and get a real feel for it, and I just can't. I don't – listen, the Packers are the only team that's like community-owned, right, so it's like an organization. Don't, I don't know who they – I don't know that the president that runs the team could survive getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Any other team, I would say, yeah, they're probably about to get rid of their quarterback and they're going to start over. Because NFL teams do that—Andy Dalton, Tom Brady, Drew—like everybody moves on at some point. Um, but it, I don't. It's too early in Aaron Rodgers' career to be moving him, and because of the structure of the way the Packers are situated, I really think that they would—that someone would get fired if they—if they move him, rather it be the new general manager or the. Or just the guy, the team president, who's like running the organization. Someone who makes
1: big decisions would lose their job if they move him. I I just, I, honestly, but like at this point, I don't even know if he wants to stay. Uh, he only wants to stay
0: if they fire the general manager.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. He's,
0: he's 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 basically said if you guys fire him, he'll stay. But they are in talks. They are trying to kind of, you know, you know, Aaron, we're sorry. Let's try and work this out. Let's. And sometimes you can win that over. Like sometimes you, it's it's a long time until until uh, preseason. You know, it's it's there's still yeah, three months it, left.
1: Yeah, there's still three months left. But I mean, like honestly, like the situation has only gotten worse because they keep <laughs> sure. signing quarterbacks. It really has. It's only got like it's only gotten messier and
0: messier and messier. Um, Victor Oladipo has just proven himself to be worthless this season and has decided to have season-ending surgery leaving the the heat in the lurch. They were talking about him coming back and changing how they rotate their
1: players, maybe even having Tyler Hero come off the bench. He said, nah, nah. He said, that's a lot of decision-making, guys. Let me make it easy for you. Yeah. Hey, send you guys just shuffling everybody around. How about everybody stay in the same place because I ain't coming
0: back. Um, That pretty much guarantees that he is not going to be resigning and getting... Uh, The talk was he was going to be able to opt out and more than likely if he had had a good year this year, he, his career started with a lot of hype and a lot of good play. Um, And if he's shown, but he had a major injury and then he's been like slow to come back from it. If he'd really had his mojo this year, he would have been back in line for a max contract. Uh, He's really cost himself a lot of money. So not fair. Not
1: good. Maybe he's just trying to uh, just ride it out and see how much money he can get without doing anything.
0: Uh, the NBA and baseball are the two sports where you can do that because those contracts are guaranteed.
1: Yeah, you got that big damn guaranteed, a big G, baby.
0: So he definitely, like, it's happened a few. It happens more than once in the NBA where somebody, like a team, overreaches to pay a guy. And I don't know if it's just willful laziness or if, like, really the body starts to break down on them but they wind up spending three out of those five years of that deal like just not doing anything, paid and not doing a thing to earn it like it's real sometimes it's real um,
1: yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a combination of man I really hope you're doing better and please oh god come back please <laughs> please play better um, <laughs> I paid uh, you a lot of money for you not to do anything oh man Man, I mean that's the that's the benefit of a guaranteed contract, all right. It is. Actually... Well, and
0: so like, like Kevin Love over there in Cleveland, and Cleveland's been bad this whole time. It was kind but of baseball.
1: They... Still makes no sense to me. Yeah,
0: Well like so, Cleveland when they extended Kevin Love, it was when they knew like they shouldn't have done it because they weren't sure if they were going to have LeBron James or not. Right. But they extended him anyway. So after LeBron James leaves, after Kyrie Irving leaves. It's just Kevin Love, and he's got four years and $85 million or something left on his deal. Right. So it's just been this long, slow thing where they're like, Kevin Love hates it here, but it's not going anywhere because of the money. Um, and really, next year will be the first time someone will even probably make an offer to trade for him because he'll finally be on the last year of his deal. Like As of right now, he has two years left and $47 million left or something
1: like that, and people are just like, uh, we'll wait yeah and it's like that's the thing i don't understand about baseball contracts it's like you don't they don't get them till like they're like late 20s and then like it lasts for like 15 years so like yeah there's always a guy i just i just just signed this guy for a 15 year 600 billion dollar contract and you're like you're gonna be paying him like 300 million dollars to have bad joints at age 45 what are you doing so albert Pujols
0: just left the angels the angels just cut it uh he was one of those guys who was under a I don't even remember how long it was, was uh, and let me see. 400 400 I don't, I don't million dollar 27 year deal it was it, it was I believe a 10 year 250 million dollar
1: contract like 10 years are you kidding me like why is baseball contract length so long? <laughs> Well,
0: and and his he got way later in his career because he actually had already played one contract, blah 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 type thing. Um, Mm. so like when he got his 10
1: year one, he was like 30, 32, right? So he's gonna, so you're gonna be paying him 50 million dollars for a 52 year old guy to come play a game of baseball with you. It definitely, so these last couple years have been bad, yeah, because they're probably only. I bet you that most baseball players are only good for their massive deals, like 50% of them. Well, part of it is marketing too, towards the end here. So he ties Willie
0: Mays with 660 home runs this last season. Um, he's second uh, on the RBI list. So there's a lot of history getting made by him right now while he's playing. So like there is some marketing that you could do to really help put fans in the stands, but they're paying a lot of money to a guy who's probably not bringing a lot to a winning. Uh, he's not helping you win right now, but he might be putting fans in the seats. Uh, it's definitely a different call there. I don't, I'm not totally sure.
1: Uh, I'm just, I'm just of the opinion if they're not helping you win, they're not helping your team. But that's well, that's just utilitarian of me.
0: Well, and it, and it, and it should be true that way, but it's not
1: right which uh, I, again i i just don't understand well because in other sports that... but in other sports it makes sense cuz the contracts are smaller and like injuries are more prone
0: right that's the thing right like in baseball there's a chance that you could you could have played the whole way through also the truth is uh, wins are not really the goal in baseball somewhat because the season's so long big number the law of big numbers and all that
1: yeah cool. <laughs> the baseball the... season is so long so, realistically, the average guys, is 500. Right. Like, so realistically, you win half your games.
0: You're ridiculous. It's just as much about putting the fan, getting the fans to keep coming back every week. So if Maybe you have if stuff you didn't come on, back every week. You know, if you have stuff you going on, like, hey, do. Albert Pujols might hit another home run, and he, he, set the, he tied the record today. So, if you come back tomorrow, you might see him break the record. Like, there are things about it that do make sense because the season is so long. And you know they're going to lose. Even a good team is going to lose 70, 80 games. So you've got to have stuff going on within the season to justify it. This is my hate. I... I mean, it's it's fair to say that. It is a fair criticism to be like, if, it is, if you're not winning, why, why sign them? But there's so much that happens in a season that you kind of, it, it for baseball
1: at, at least, it can kind of justify itself. Right, which doesn't make any sense because literally no other sport plays like that. Right. It's like every other sport's like, hey, you play to win the game. Because, like, Baseball World Series is fun to watch because it's like a series of seven games where, you know, we get a champion. And it's cool. It's fun. It's exciting. Yeah, anytime you're down to the last, like, little bit of something, it is fun
0: because everything is played to this. But, yeah, you, well, but this like the NBA right now. You know, there's, there's four teams in each conference that's done. They're they're fifteen games out. They're not even gonna reach the play in tournament. They're done done. And they still have another two weeks of, of basketball
1: to go. Right, which they I think just, is just silly. Like like football really, really home? nailed the perfect amount of like the season lasts a decently long time. And like and then you get playoffs and then like records matter and then like wild cards and fun yeah, times.
0: F- football, because of the one and done nature
1: of the playoffs
0: can be hyper competitive, can like it feels like a sprint, not a ju- not a marathon. Uh you're definitely yeah. right. Like it matters way, way, way more to win your games in football, it feels like. Um Yeah, I
1: think that's and fair. the season the season is still decently long because it's sixteen games. Seventeen seven, this year. 17, now. 17 17, 17, 16, 17 games, which is, you know, you know, seventeen weeks is a pretty long time. It's a third of the year. And then you have the playoffs. And then like if you want to do like all-star stuff, like basketball stuff, you can.
0: Yeah, and see and football wisely does theirs after after everything. So like the all-star stuff for them is like a celebration of the season, which is another smart marketing move on their
1: part. Right. And so it's like it's like a it's like a third to half the year and it's fun the whole way through. And then you come back next year with new teams and new things to do. It's like a good and, time.
0: And they really do a good job of turning over rosters of the NFL. It is very much like, like, listen, if you're bad, three years from now, you might win a Super Bowl. Like, it happens that fast. Um, right.
1: Unlike right. everywhere else.
0: Before we keep going on this, go ahead and tell everybody about the Adventure Bands Comics Games and more. We'll take a break. And then we got a, a really cool five or six minutes that we're going to do. All right.
1: The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more is open and at full operating hours. Uh, you are going to need a mask if you want to come inside, but uh, they do have delivery and curbside options available if you want to be a bit safer. They have some events rolling back up. we are going to make sure I have the right dates here. So, Starting uh, Friday, May 14th at 6 p.m. is the Star Wars X-Wing casual meetup. Saturday, May 15th at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon play. And Saturday, May 15th at 6 p.m. is Hammer Time. That's four Hammer tabletop meetups are back in action. You can head up there. All the fun there at The Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more right there off of 1488. Fantastic store. Wonderful staff. Got all your gaming needs. Got all your nerd needs. Comic books, games, card games, board games. Anything you could possibly want. Wonderful store up there off of 1488. The Adventure Begins, comic games, and more
0: that's right the comics the adventure begins comics games and more they've got my books there uh i get get my discount get my bonus points it's awesome you should be there too all that being said we're gonna jump out to a break when we come back we got more nerd thug radio coming your way
1: check it check it it's evil.
0: The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun, nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from d and Adventurers League, to miniature painting, uh, to even competitive card play, and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Check it, check it, and people. Back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. As always, these shows are streaming worldwide at irloamstar.com. And uh, this is Corey DLG and Little Brother Nico just hanging out here. Um, all right, so we got some big, big news coming up. Big uh, news. Big news. We uh, are happy to begin telling you guys about our new friends, the Comic Conroe Convention going on july 23rd through the 25th right right before my birthday that's right so big news exciting news um everyone's been excited about conventions this is a brand new one coming out here right here locally right here in town so there's no reason not to get out and support it they are doing their best to kind of integrate themselves and be a part of the community they've been doing a lot of stuff with southern star brewery who's a big supporter of this um Everybody knows Southern Star has been trying to grow Conroe and kind of be a big, you know, little city vibe, big city dreams. Uh, Comic Conroe um, has been very happy to receive their support and call them a friend. And Comic Conroe is coming up here now, so I will tell you a little bit about the guests they got lined up. They're doing. Uh, they brought in Mustafa Mustafa Musa, uh, the fantastic artist, does a lot of cover work for the different companies. They also brought in Stephanie Madeline, Madeline, um, and Barry Vandell, the voice actors, and then Michael Mm -hmm. Copan, and then the big one, Kevin Sorbo. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, And they just made an announcement just a couple days ago that that they are going to be bringing in, in honor of the new release of the new Mortal Kombat, from the previous iteration of Mortal Kombat, they're going to be bringing in Scorpion and Sub-Zero.
1: Ooh, that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So, there's a lot going on here with this. It's going to be July 23rd through the 25th. Uh, it's going to be at the Lone Star Convention Center, right up there in Conroe. Um, so, everybody needs to be out there and needs to be hanging out. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be fun. They got comics, toys, collectibles, celebrities, autographs, photo opportunities. There's going to be cosplayers, It's going to be gaming, there's going to be a lot going on. Uh, Go ahead and start looking it up. It's on Facebook under Comic Conroe. Or even you could go at Comic Conroe, all one word. Um, It is absolutely going to be awesome. They've got an email open up, info at ComicConroe.com. I need to get with them about ticket pricing. They've been talking about maybe giving a discounted ticket to all of our nerd thug radio listeners out there, which would be awesome. We know we like to, you know, we like to take care of the nerd thug family. Uh, and this is the right way to do that. Uh, so let's go ahead and just get excited and get pumped up to actually have a convention right here in Conroe. I know I'm pretty pumped for it. Um, but yeah, how, how are you excited about that? We, we, we got to do our first convention just last weekend. Um how are how you feeling about having one right here in the backyard, buddy?
1: Uh, it's nice. I don't have to drive an hour to do it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> we did. Just, we went all the way out to
0: Dayton, man.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> it's, it's a lot farther than I remember. It was a long drive to get to Dayton. Um, but even uh, that, but one, it was it was, it small, was good. It was I great. Had... It was a very small convention. It was free admission that one. Uh, however, they did have Booker T. and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, that and was
1: now, really cool.
0: He was funny. I didn't realize how actually Jim Duggan was going to be that funny. I was a little – so from what I remember about his wrestling career, he almost never picked up the microphone. Uh, so I was wondering – I was curious how, like, punch drunk he was going to sound. Yeah, but he was great. He was great. He was fantastic. Uh, and then uh, there was our guys from Dimension Comics were, um, were special guests. And then Mustafa was also there in Dayton. Um, Mustafa's like the anchor to a good con. Like, if Mustafa's there, you know it's a good... Like, this is what he does. Like, he goes around and just puts up a giant wall of beautiful art. Uh, So, like, Mustafa's almost like your seal of approval
1: on a good convention, I feel like. He's always there. He is
0: always there. He is the the pro at conventions.
1: Um, I'm excited... That he is going to be there. Um, It was it was a tiny con, but it was enjoyable. It was like it 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 gave me like a really like warm, fuzzy like it's it's what I like, but small.
0: Right. Uh, it was good, man. I really we 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 got to do a little haggling. Um,
1: I bought uh, you, You bought some. You bought some crazy good priced action figures.
0: I really did. I got a steal on that. I was trying to explain to the fam how good of a deal it was. They were like, "So you bought some toys?" And I was like, "Yeah, but like." Like really good price on it (laughs) though right they were like neat and i was like i hate this i hate this um i hate when people can't understand like what it was a big deal (laughs) how
1: sick this was
0: (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) i guess we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode of nerds on radio and we'll wrap it up on this note make sure to check out comic conner on facebook uh, Facebook.com backslash Comic Conro. Get out there. Check it out. Um, it's coming up in July 23rd through the 25th, which is the weekend after Comic Palooza. So what that means is July is going to be awesome. You go to Comic Palooza, then you turn around, and you get to just have a convention right here in your own backyard. Um, right. And kids, then you turn around, and it's my
1: birthday. <laughs> I mean, less important. Way less important. Um, hey, Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'll finally, My age will finally be relevant to not only Blink-182, but Scott Pilgrim. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh, kids 8 and under, free with adult admission. Uh, so that's kind of a neat thing. But on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, and behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics games and more, and, on com- and of Comic Con Row, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Everybody wash your hands, stay safe, stay clean. Let's get this thing beaten. Uh, they're talking about we're on pace for 70% vaccines by July 4th. Um, and they're starting to open up to teenagers, uh, so hopefully we're going to be we're going to be walking around uh, pretty confidently by July 23rd to 25th. Uh, this is Nerd Thug Radio. Thanks for listening. See you guys tomorrow. Check it, check it. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe. That sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun, nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, the Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventurers League, to miniature painting, uh, to even competitive card play, and even competitive gaming events all those things occur at the adventure begins comics games and more interested parties should absolutely check out the facebook page for more information
1: hi this is kevin smith former Dallas cowboy texas and maggie as well and i want to say what's up to nerd thug radio